Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 10th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The latest from Evanston includes three former Northwestern football student-athletes telling the student newspaper of a culture of enabling racism via various racist remarks and acts from fellow student-athletes and coaches. Notable allegations from the student-athletes include, head coach Pat Fitzgerald would ask black players and coaches to cut off longer hairstyles, including dreadlocks, so that they were more in line with what Fitzgerald called the wildcat way. The stuff that refers to how black players are treated, in my mind, that was a form of hazing. An instance in which a former offensive line coach joked by asking former Northwestern Latino offensive lineman Ramon Diaz Jr. how to clean a dirty room. The coach then made a racist joke about how Diaz's family must know how to clean houses, both former players said. Your blackness was not allowed to shine through, whether it was how you carried yourself all your way down to your hair. First-year Northwestern baseball head coach Jim Foster is also accused of promoting a toxic environment which included three staff members leaving the program very early during the recently completed season. Inside NU indicates a university investigation was launched back in November and concluded in February, but did not include interviews with any student-athletes. Additionally from the article, the report suggested that university HR investigation found Foster guilty of making inappropriate comments to a female staffer, as well as bullying and making derogatory comments. Further, the report shared that Foster had made racist remarks and encouraged players not to seek treatment for injury. According to the report, one player was forced to engage in a punishment run, which lasted for the vast majority of a 2.5-hour practice. Toledo AD Brian Blair talks with WTOL 11's Jeff Smith about the Rockets' future on the Leading Edge podcast. Blair notes a tremendous emphasis on connection between UT and the city of Toledo, as well as talk about future facility use and projects. Blair emphasizes the need for more turf and indoor spaces in the community, including wanting to get baseball and softball back on campus, which he says can be done creatively despite having a defined campus footprint. Blair also talks about better capitalizing on the glass bowl for revenue generation, wanting more people, more bodies, more visibility in that stadium than can be provided by six home games per year. CBS's Dennis Dodd camps with leaders of the newest quartet of Big 12 members as they have poured nearly $1 billion, combined to prepare for the jump. UCFAD Terry Mohajer on the dollars compared to the Big 10 or SEC says, the Big 10 and SEC have always had more money than other leagues. It doesn't always equate to championships. Would you say the Big 10 has separated themselves from the SEC? So, the SEC is one spot ahead of us. BYU AD Tom Holmo says, I think the independence was a mixed bag. It gave us the opportunity to play whoever we wanted, whenever we wanted. During that time, we played a lot of big-time programs in their stadiums. With a national fan base, we gave access to our fans. Cougar Nation got bigger. Revenues increased. We learned about what we are and how we can be. Houston boss Chris Pesman on Houston's timing says, we'd have given our left testicle to get in two years ago. Now, we're in a better spot. As for on the field, Houston assistant AD for football operations GM Ryan Dorchester said, no offense to Temple, you're not going to play Temple in the AAC. You're not going to play South Florida, which has the worst defense in the country. There's no layup in the Big 12. It's why the SEC is not getting rid of Vanderbilt. They want the bottom. That's why the Big Ten brings in a Rutgers. They need the doormats. The big dogs need the layups. You look around the Big 12, 
Who is the layup? There is no one. The Big 12 launches its new Big 12 homecoming tour which will visit four members per fall, starting with the league's quartet of new members this football season. The festivities will include three days of community engagement, get panels, discussions, community service and more, and entertainment with an enhanced tailgating experience, pregame flyover, and more. League CMO Tyrell Kirkham says, each of these four programs have waited years for this moment, and as a conference, we want to ensure their arrival is memorialized and celebrated. These events will bring a new level of entertainment and excitement to Big 12 campuses. The iconic logo for the Heisman Trophy Trust has been updated by Bosak and Company. Principal Joe Bosak said, The sandbox was pretty small, that was a lot of the challenge. We weren't going to change the pose, of course. What we did do is change some of the perspective for better use across a variety of digital and analog applications. We restored some of the refinement and craft of the trophy back. So hard, in today's crowded media world, to be unique. So, if you have something already unique and ownable like that pose, really the goal has to be to keep what you have and elevate and add prestige. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 10th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.